Welcome, everyone, to Flip It Curiously. My name is Tony from Downside Up, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and my good friend, Brennan. Hey, guys. I'm Brennan, the Curious Picker. We are resellers. Brennan is a part-time reseller. I'm a full-time reseller, and uh, we look for things at uh, garage sales, thrift stores, through people we know, Facebook Marketplace, pretty much anything we we can find uh, that we can uh, make money on um, based on a purchase we make, uh, we will buy those things. We also buy things that uh, at times don't make us the money we think it's going to make us. Uh, but anyways, that happens. Yep. But anyways, we are uh, you know we're we're here hopefully to entertain you guys, give you a little something to think about, whether it's reselling, sports, or just life in general. Uh, we're going to try to throw some things out there. So very very well said. So thank you guys very much again for joining us. Uh, today is Thursday, February third. Uh, there's a nice, nice little sheet of ice, uh, ice and snow outside where we're at. So hopefully, you guys are staying warm wherever it is, wherever it is you you are at. Uh, so again, we are recording this middle of the day. Um, so again, no, no, no fun sip it. I'm gonna sip a little bit of water here as we set out here on this uh, on this journey. We got coffee and, it, and water. Coffee and water. Um, so this is episode 25, so we're a quarter of a way to 100. That's yep. pretty cool. Um, in a rel- relatively short time, you know, a little over, has it been a year yet, technically? March. It'll be March, in March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not not quite a year yet, 25 there. episodes, so pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and kick it back over to Tony. I think we're going to start with a little, uh, little sports talk. No, we're not. We're going to start with, what are you watching? Yeah, we'll hit, we'll hit what are you watching to start, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on in the NFL, uh, not nearly as long as we did last time. We've got a very short amount of time we can record today, but we yeah. wanted to get one in. So what are you watching? Let's see. Um, so I got to go look up the name of this show because it's ridiculous. So uh, I I watched this week, it's currently the number two show on netflix in terms of their top 10 in the united states today it stars uh kristen bell and some other people who i don't know um she's the only one that i really recognize but it's called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window and uh i bit wordy right and i kind of thought that it was if i'm not mistaken it even says it's supposed to be like a dark comedy but there's nothing there's nothing funny about it at all. Um, so it says, between broken dishes and heartbreaking visions, Anna drowns her sorrows in wine and stares out her window until a handsome dad gets her attention. So I I don't really know how to explain this show uh, without giving it away other than, like I thought the title was sort of, uh, is farcical a word? <laughs> I thought it was a farce uh, on because I've seen shows before that were called like the woman across, you know, the woman across the street in the window or something. But this was this title. I'm like, OK, maybe it's like a, a parody of something like that. And it, it's really not at all. Um, or maybe it's supposed to be, but they did a, a bad job. It's a good show. It's uh, gripping. There's there's uh, murders in the show that you're trying to figure out and that. Uh, this particular woman is trying to figure out and uh, it's really interesting. Um, if you got time, pretty quick episodes. Um, 
I watched it one night while I was just working in the basement doing some cleaning and it moved pretty quick. And I was shocked at how short the series actually was. So it's, it's not one that you invest a ton of time, time in. Um, but I recommend it if you get nothing better to do and you want a quick show. Yeah. Um, otherwise. I thought that there was a movie of that too. Yeah. Uh, there was something that was on Netflix at one point that was very similar in terms of, but it was, that one was at least from the previews. Cause I didn't watch it. Um, but it seemed a lot more freaky. Uh, <laughs> this one's, I mean, this one's a little more lighthearted, but eh, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. So, but that's what I watched this week. That's something new I watched. So the you watched right on. Yeah, Brennan, what did you watch? What are you watching? Uh, so I, I finished uh, finished Cobra Kai, uh, which I know we we talked <clears throat> talked a little bit about uh, last time. So I finished that that uh, season four. So apparently there is going to be another season, which I'm happy about. I, I enjoyed this season a great deal. Uh, it, I think again it it didn't it, to me the sign of a good show is when you don't want it to end and I did not want the show to end. I was like, no, it's not over. So, um, the season ended and it ended with a, a nice little cliffhanger. They continue to bring, to bring more people back from, uh, from the old karate kid series from the original series, which I think okay. is really, really cool. They've, they've brought a lot of people back from um, the movie, the movie series. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if there was a show of it at some point. Uh, no, not, okay. not that I'm aware of. I don't, no. I don't think so. So three movies, well, three movies with Ralph Macchio. I think five movies in total because they had, you know. Wasn't there one that was the next Karate Kid that yes. was uh, one of the yeah. girls or something? Yep. Yep. And then there was, uh, I think they did like a complete remake uh, of it with uh, Will Smith's kid. Um, oh, they did, didn't they? With yeah. J- was it Jaden? Jaden. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, actually, Jackie. Jackie Chan, I think. Oh, really? Was he? Yeah. He was Mr. Yagi Yagi. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one actually. That was actually pretty. That was actually done pretty well. It was pretty good. Um, so I, I finished that, and I'm I'm in the process of rewatching a show that I I usually will rewatch this show every. Every other year or so, I'll I'll try to sit down and rewatch it as a, as time permits. Um, and most would say this could be considered a guilty pleasure. Uh, I, I have no guilt associated with watching this show at all. Um, Friday Night Lights, I, I absolutely I love Friday Night Lights. Um, I watched it when it first came on, like years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, I absolutely love that show. Uh, I the football is. The football is very interesting to me in that show, but more so it's the, it's, I mean, it's, if you haven't seen the show, it's, it's about high school football in, uh, in Texas, which, which we all, crazy. right. Which we all know is, is, is crazy. The show, while it's a show, there's, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of truth to a lot of what happens in that show. It's based on a lot of actual, you know, actual things. And I think that's what interests me the most about it is just how big of a deal something like high school football can be in in a town like that um i think it's i think it's shot exceptionally well i think it's acted very well um yeah this is one of one of the shows that i i, I love to watch my wife always gives me a hard time about uh, really? watching it but yeah, yeah. Okay. because of it being you know teen melodrama that's why she's oh, yeah. always 
there's a couple shows that I've watched uh, in the past that are that are kind of teen mel- melodrama. I like I won't I, I have never and will never watch like a Dawson's Creek or anything. Oh, I love Dawson's Creek. Do you? <laughs> but but I did get into um, Riverdale when it first came out. I thought that was really good. The one about uh, it was like, you know, Archie, Archie yeah. Ed and Betty and Veronica. And um, it got real, real weird. And I stopped watching it in like season three, maybe, uh, okay. maybe even season two. I can't remember, but I, can, I had to get out of that. But but I'll watch I'll watch those because I do think there's still it doesn't like the subject matter of like who is or I guess I should say the age of the cast doesn't really preclude a, a show from not being good mm-hmm. it's just you know or a story from being good it can still be good to you know even if it is a teen <laughs> a teen <laughs> drama or whatever uh, yeah no. agreed <clears throat> so Friday Night Lights all the way all right Friday Night Lights all right so let's transition from that football reference into uh, the NFL where shocker, the freaking Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Un- I mean, this was a weird year. Um, but when you say unbelievable, um, I know as an LSU fan, I know how good Joe Burrow is. I know what kind of a leader he is. And I expected him to do this at some point, but it was not this year. It was not yet, Um, especially after coming back from what he did with the injury, um, their their ineptitude in not building an offensive line for him, uh, taking Jamar Chase, which turned out to be a great, great thing. Uh, Another LSU guy that was phenomenal and I figured would be phenomenally NFL. Uh, I just, I, I think that, Burrow and the guys are winning despite Zach Taylor being a pretty bad head coach. Um, and I think, unfortunately, I mean, if they win this game, he's there for a while. Um, if they lose this game, I think that they are only going to go as far as, as um, Zach Taylor, as long as they have Zach Taylor, I don't think this is going to be a consistent team. Um, he makes just so many boneheaded coaching decisions um, but you got to give props to whatever happened defensively in the locker room at halftime. I mean, those guys were wide open. I mean, I, I joked with you guys, like, what are they like, even out there? Yeah. What, <laughs> I mean, are there, do they even have a secondary? And um, they came out and Patrick Mahomes looked like Johnny Manziel in the second half. <laughs> he looked yeah. like he had no idea what it was like to be on an NFL field. And that was so odd considering, um, you know, the, the media love for uh, Mr. Mahomes. Uh, but to, to say that I'm uh, disappointed that a, uh, a, a, I guess a division rival uh, made the Super Bowl, uh, I'm not at all. I'm not, I'm not disappointed. It's, uh, you know, I'm a little jealous that the fans of Cincinnati got that before we did because I thought we were closer. Um, and this was supposed to be the year as the Browns fan, but um, I was really happy that the chiefs lost. So, and I, and I'm happy for Joe Burrow. Like, I think, I think that's the kind of guy that is going to be, or could be, I don't want to say the next Tom Brady. Cause I don't think we need to compare people to that because he is the greatest of all time. And you'll yeah. get one of those people eventually, but you're not going to get one every generation of quarterback right. that comes through. Yep. 
Um, <clears throat> you know, it think, look how long it took between Montana and um, and Brady for there to be sort of that debate between who was the greatest of all time. Um, and there was even, I think, some debate at that point whether he was or not. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, my thoughts are. Um, I'm happy for Matt Stafford. He got the opportunity to be in the Super Bowl after being in Detroit all those years. Um, I'm really hoping the Bengals win. Uh, I'm not predicting that they'll win, but I do, I do hope they win. I think that that lane, that line is going to be tested tremendously with Aaron Donald and, uh, and Bon Miller. And I don't know if I mentioned this, I think it was last pod. I may have mentioned this, or maybe it was just us chatting. Um, I love Miles Garrett, and I think he is one of the best players defensively in the NFL. But after watching Aaron Donald, I I can't believe how good that guy is. Um, I think we did talk about that on the last yeah. one. So I'll move on and let you, you know, let you. Uh, what What are your thoughts on what happened this weekend? Because it was pretty crazy. It was it was very crazy. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch. I think uh, I watched. I watched both games. They were both, I thought they were both highly entertaining football games. They were. were, Which, when you don't have a team really in the fight, that's, for me, that's all I truly care about. I just want to see good football um, and have something to talk about. (laughs) Um, Very surprised at the, I'm not surprised that the Bengals won the game. I I didn't think that they would win. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised, though, after the first half with how, how diff- how much that game changed and how different it looked from half to half. That that part really did surprise me. They didn't look like they were even like they even belonged on the field with the with with the Chiefs. Yeah, no, like at, like not at all. Um, and I was listening to um, I was listening to the Labatard podcast, which I listen to a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and they were talking about they were talking about that as well. Um, so I know you don't listen to that show, but Mike Ryan, who's the producer on that show, is a huge, huge Browns fan. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how basically what teams, the teams that were able to beat the Chiefs this year, especially earlier in the season, and I think you'll like this. He he was saying they basically were forcing Mahomes to check his ego. Mm-hmm. And to not allow him to have those 30-yard flashy plays right. and force him to go 15 plays down the field mm-hmm. in a very boring fashion. Yeah. And that's what it seemed like, whatever they did, right? Where they dropped they dropped everyone back. They had him extremely they confused. Eight? Is that what it was? Yeah, they dropped, they dropped eight. eight. And he had nowhere to go, he had nowhere to go down the field. And they must have spied just enough to keep the underneath routes from being from being there um or he wasn't looking at them that that part i I don't know but he eventually kind of he ran into the three-man rush because of just kind of running around all the time and like it was it was crazy um but it was very impressive that was a a very impressive game plan um I think yeah, the uh, Buccaneers did that in the Super Bowl last year against yep. him as well. Yep. Um, and I think that's what teams did earlier in the season, and it worked. And then I don't know if teams stopped doing it or they figured mm-hmm. something out or, or what happened. But, yeah, it was it was bizarre to see to see it happen that way. But, mm-hmm. yeah, 
And wow. I've always, I've always wondered, and I think I've mentioned this to you before, maybe even on the pod. Um, I've always wondered what he would be like as a quarterback if he did not have the fastest player, like fastest or one of the fastest wide receivers in the league on his team. He's pretty elusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it would be like if he didn't have the best tight end in the league uh, on his team. I would be really curious to see, you know, because they took those two guys away. And once they did, if there's a deficiency on the Chiefs team, it's their running backs. Um, Edward well, Delaire has been injured and has not been a first round draft pick, which I, as an LSU guy, I didn't think he would be a first round draft pick, but I was happy to see he got picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm happy. He's a real good guy, but, uh, but that's the thing. They should have, they should have run the ball. It's a three. Cause they front. were, cause they were, <laughs> they were doing well with the run. Were they not? Yeah. And I think where the ego really got them is the end of the uh, second quarter, right before half. I don't know yep. what was going on, but if you look at replays, Mahomes tried to call a timeout after yeah, they ran after the ball. That or after they didn't get in and it was like, there are no timeouts. How is a quarterback of your caliber, not aware of that situation. And so I've always, and I'm probably wrong, but I've always said that I do think that he's sort of a, I think he's a trick. I call him a trick play quarterback. (laughs) I don't think his mechanics are as good as, you know, the top tier quarterbacks in the league have been. I think that he gets really lucky with his sidearm backwards flinging running around. Like, I don't, I don't know. I I would just like to see him on a team that maybe had a little less talent and see if he could do it. Um, Similar to what Tom Brady did when he left the Patriots and went to the Buccaneers and, and he won right away. And like, that shouldn't have happened. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he had, he had talent, talent, he had talent talent there, but yes, to, to your point, um, overall, Brady's he's very rarely had <clears throat> had that type of talent. Yep. I guess though, what I would what I would say, uh, at least to 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 back up Mahomes a little <clears throat> bit. I know you're. I I I feel like I feel like he's he's made some of those players as good as they are. Right? Like no one was talking about Travis Kelsey before Patrick Mahomes. Right? Like he had Alex yeah. Smith was his quarterback, and he was just the dude that had a, a dating show on VH1, right? Oh, yeah, so I, I just yeah. know him because he's from Cleveland. So it's like the uh, there, there's a balance there where I, I do think that yes, having great receivers obviously helps a quarterback, but having a great quarterback also helps your receivers, right? So there's there's that there's that fine line of who's you mm-hmm. know who's making who better, or is it all just you know those guys working together? But yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I I think Mahomes is fantastic. I think he, I think See, he. I don't know what happened to him in that game. Mm-hmm. I, personally, I think he made a mistake on that last that last play before half. I personally think Andy Reid shouldn't have let him even have that play. They should have just kicked the field goal with five seconds left. Well, I think they must have gone to the half. They were thinking there's something. There was some sort of a miscommunication there, in my opinion, because that didn't look right. Well, the the play is a the play was fine, mm-hmm. but once it broke down, he just needed to throw the ball away. Yeah, they had five seconds, but to yeah. me, just kick the field goal at yeah. the five seconds and just go into the half up fourteen and call mm-hmm. it a day. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that and they lost. So congratulations to the Bengals. So uh, Patrick Mahomes started began to start in twenty eighteen. 
Uh, in 20, uh, 2014, Travis Kelsey had 862 yards, 67 catches, five touchdowns. 2015, 72 catches, 875, five. 2016, 85, 1,125, four touchdowns. 2017, 83, 1,038, and eight touchdowns. He was already established at that point. Did he get better or worse? Um, his statistics, well, Alex Smith was not the same level of quarterback. No, uh, but he, <clears throat> he caught more, you know, he's caught more between 90 and a hundred, uh, 105, the next couple of years, uh, statistically, uh, he has gotten, yeah, he's gotten better. He had one year that was maybe not quite as good. Um, <clears throat> he's gotten better with Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes is a more dynamic guy and I, I don't know when Tyreek Hill got there, but I'd like to see the statistics once he was yeah. there. Um, Cause they had like Sammy Watkins and I don't know who else, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but anyway. I'm having some, sorry, internet issues, but yeah, I think to your point though, overall, I think, I think what, what you're saying is, I think this happens a lot. Everyone gives the quarterback way too much credit. Yeah. Um, and, and also too, too much, much of the blame, too much of the blame. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's a, that's a total, totally fair assessment yeah. because mm-hmm. it's a, this is the, the truest of a team game, like mm-hmm. one play. You are having internet issues or it's me. You have frozen. Can you hear me? This is the best part of the podcast where it's just me. Um, I already talked too much. <laughs> My baby is crying upstairs. We're all home. I wonder if the snow has started here. There you are. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. Should I leave that in? <laughs> Could you hear me? I, I heard like you're frozen. So moving on. Yeah. So then, but then we had the Rams and the whoever they played because I don't remember already. Um, the Niners. Yep. That'd be why I don't remember. Um, <laughs> sorry, prison to profit. If you're listening, uh, I was really hoping for a Niners Bengals. I was Bowl. too. I was too. I thought that would have been a nice um, it's, I enjoy seeing guys who aren't expected to be there, be there. And um, you know, you do want your best teams there, but who's to say who's the best team. Um, you know, We'll see. I guess, you know, it's the Rams and the Rams and the Bengals and we'll see where they go from there. And um, what do you think of that, that game in particular? I wasn't, it was a good game, but it wasn't, wasn't a super entertaining game in my opinion. I didn't. No, I, um, I, it was fun to watch. I thought it was, I I enjoyed watching it. I thought the, um, the defensive struggle between the teams I thought was, was pretty, pretty entertaining to watch. And then Cooper cup is just amazing. He is. I don't he know how he's so good. He's amazing. Best best receiver this year for by far. Um, I think if if you if you look at statistically, I'd say he's probably the best receiver in the NFL overall the last uh, last couple of years. Um, and I think he tore his ACL like two years ago or three years ago too. Um, I think so. I, I, and he had Jared Goff. And he had Goff. <laughs> I mean, but again, like you look at. I, you know, I don't know how much better his statistics are this year. He was close to breaking a record, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so I'd be curious to see what his statistics were with Goff versus um, uh, versus Stafford. Stafford's always thrown for statistics. True. Um, he's been on bad teams. 
Um, but he also makes the dumb plays. I mean, I think you have very few quarterbacks in the league, even some of these guys like Ben Roethlisberger. He, he should be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. And he's made stupid plays for a lot of years. I mean, Brett Favre, how many interceptions did that guy? I mean, stupid plays that kept them out of the Super Bowl uh, when he was with, I think, Minnesota. Um, even. Yep. Like, you know, quarterbacks make bad mistakes because they're playing against the best of the best. Yep. Uh, so. And that's what it's like to even go back to that point about them getting so much of the blame and, you know, so much of the credit and like to really put wins and losses on a quarterback a lot of times is kind of foolish yeah. <laughs> um, because if, if you watch that game, he played well in that game, but he made the mistake. It yeah. just was dropped. Yeah. Like he threw an interception. Yeah. I mean, it was like a would have ended the game, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, pretty, pretty much it would have yeah. ended the game. Yeah. So he made the mistake. It just it it just got dropped. Um, I mean, it was and, it was like right to him. Yeah, yeah. It was like they it was like they punted the ball to him. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. So it that I find that pretty interesting. But Cooper Cup, 2020, 92 mm-hmm. receptions, 974 mm-hmm. yards. Okay. This year, 145 receptions, 1,947 yards. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and look, when, when Stafford had a guy like Calvin Johnson, he was really, really good. And he yep. even did that with guys who weren't good. Um, you know, he was able to distribute and he had tons of, I'm not, not, not mistaken. I think he had a lot of three, 3,500, 4,000 yard, uh, you know, seasons up there in Detroit. Um, so, and he did yep. get them to the playoffs a couple of times, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they just didn't go, go anywhere. <laughs> Or just the Lions. Well, they're the Lions, just like we're the Browns and the <laughs> yep. Bengals are somehow in the Super Bowl. So, anyways, um, so let's see. We got about 25-ish minutes um before you need to hop off of here. Do you want to touch on um, which is probably gonna be hard to touch on, but uh Brian Flores lawsuit against the NFL and several teams. Um, I'm curious your opinion. Um, you know, as a as a sports fan, as an NFL fan, as a black man, what do you feel about the allegations that are put forth in this particular situation? Um, <clears throat> I don't find the allegations to be at all shocking. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the hiring allegations, I don't find to be at all shocking. <laughs> I'll say that the, 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 the potential bribery to tank, I do find to be relatively shocking but uh, as it relates to as it relates to i mean the rooney rule um there's the the basic sham that they have of you know trying to trying to have diversity in in these coaching positions um it's been an issue forever Um, i think it's an issue i think it's an issue at the uh at the college level as well Mm -hmm. um at the major pro- organizations or programs, yeah. And there's, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't want to compare. I don't want to compare football to slavery, right? Because the, the people that are playing NFL, they, they they are choosing to to have that job. You know, that's something they're mm-hmm. choosing to do. Um, so I don't want to compare it to to slavery in that regard, but. There, there are some aspects 
where I, where I think you could kind of point it, you could point it that way, uh, just with the way that everything is is set up and and run. I mean, it it is a it is a rich white man's club mm-hmm. uh, that owns everything from the top down, but your labor is seventy percent African American, mm-hmm. um, and when when you have that great of a disparity between your labor and your leadership, that the, the, the elements of the elements of, you know, kind of the, that slave men, slave plantation mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see where that can kind of, can kind of seep in. Um, now again, I, I, again, I'm, I'm not comparing it to yeah. slavery. Yeah. I'm just saying that I can see some, I can see how some people could get to, can get to that uh can get to that to that point um but yeah i mean what what he's doing is is shining a light on the the injustice that that is a big part of uh, of the of the nfl and it's not just the nfl i mean that's that's there there is there is systemic racism in the united states <laughs> that's just i, I mean you could argue it if you want to. I, I personally think that there there is. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that as a black person you can't get ahead. That doesn't mean you don't right. have opportunities. Yeah. It just means it's gonna be a little bit tougher. And that that is you know, the conversation that I have with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that, you know, it, that is it's the way that it is currently. So yeah. I, I'm I'm proud of him for, for putting himself out there in this yeah. way. Uh, yeah. especially as he was interviewing for jobs. Yeah. Um, I think we or I think we would be shocked if he ever coached in the NFL again after after doing this as a head coach. I would be very surprised if he maybe. I actually am curious to see I think he would be a phenomenal coach for the New Orleans Saints. Um I heard he interviewed that he was interviewing with the Saints um mm-hmm. as this was happening. This was coming out. Um now they, you know, they might be told they can't hire him. Uh, I think that he will get a job because he has just put them on blast. And um, I was shocked when he was fired by the Dolphins. I do, I still didn't understand that until a few days later. There were reports that he had not even been communicating with uh, with uh, people in the in charge, the staff, all of that. And uh, he was still winning games. They won like eight of their last nine two years in a row. Um, he was still winning games. He wasn't communicating. And then I was like, well, that's weird. I wonder why that didn't, you know, why he was not communicating. That makes no sense. Uh, and then this came out and I'm like, ah, it all makes sense. Now um, the text messages between he and Belichick where Belichick congratulated him on getting the giants job only to find out that he meant to send them to Brian Dable um, who got the job. And you know what deserved the job. I, I don't think he doesn't deserve the job in New York. The problem with it is that that text message was sent three days before Brian Flores was interviewing with the Giants. And then today I sent to you guys, I heard on uh, my morning show on 92.3 The Fan, they were discussing how, uh, they said, go back and listen to this Boomer Esiason CBS Sports Minute that happened, uh, I think it must have happened Monday uh, or maybe on the weekend, but they talked about this. He said like on Friday, Brian Dable was named uh, the head coach of the New York giants. And he said, uh, Dable had been, uh, you know, Dable uh, had been offered the job earlier in the week. 
but the Giants needed to uh, complete the interview process. Well, they had not hired, they had not uh, interviewed their minority candidates yet. So whether or not that was planned that way, it's how it played out. And it's now shown that that those interviews meant nothing. Um, they meant nothing. And uh, I'm glad he did this because you've got guys like uh, David Culley, I think his name was, was mm-hmm. fired after a year in Houston and actually overperformed uh, with the talent they had on that team. They should have been much worse than they were. Yep. Um, you had a guy out in, um, I don't know if it was Bowles or another guy out in, um, in Arizona was there yeah, one yeah. year was fired and they brought in Cliff Kingsbury yep. uh, who had just been fired from Texas tech. Cause he wasn't very good. Um, <clears throat> it's real interesting to see. We have three minority coaches in the NFL. Are there 32 teams? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got three minority coaches. We've got one that's Muslim American. Uh, that is uh, uh, Robert uh, Sala or Sala in yep. uh, New York. <clears throat> You've got uh, Ron Rivera in Washington, who is uh uh, Hispanic. And then you have uh, Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. Yep. And, and, you know, he is, he's black, uh, African-American. I am never sure exactly which term to use, but um, you've got 29, is that right? 29 other teams that, uh, that, that, that have white head coaches. And I have always been of the, the belief that don't hire somebody to fill the requirement for, for the minority. Like, I don't, I don't believe in that. Uh, I just went and saw Hamilton and Hamilton was written specifically um, to give minorities a chance to be leading stars on Broadway. So all of the old white guys in the show are portrayed by people, uh, you know, people of different races. And we went and saw it in Dayton here uh, last week. And the guy who played George Washington uh, was Asian American and he was terrible. Really? And, and I told Christy, I said, I, I said, of all the people out there, even people, people, other minorities, that's who they chose. I mean, the guy had no stage presence at all. He didn't sound like he didn't sound the part. Uh, and I was really frustrated by that. And I said, this is one of those situations where I think that, that I think that the minority part of it gave him a role that he probably wasn't qualified to do um, in the touring cast. And that bothered me a little bit. Um, But I do think, I do think there are times where people are overlooked because of their, because of their, their race. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I definitely believe that. And I think that there are issues with the rule, the Rooney rule in the NFL, um, because those interviews, like he even said that when he interviewed for the Broncos uh, three years ago, um, or maybe it was this year, was it this cycle or the, or, or was it when he got the Dolphins job, when he interviewed there, he said that the GM or sorry, who is John Elway, John Elway and the owner were an hour late to his interview and showed up looking like they had been drinking all night. Um, So I don't think he's wrong in, in, in these allegations. Um, I think something needs to happen. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think you need to hire the best candidate, but if you're only bringing one person in a one minority into interview and it's because you have to fill that quota, I think that if you're not, you know, like you said, the percentage of players said what 70% of players 
in the league are are black or minority. I think there is a big disparity there. And I think that, you know, if you've got your, your best players, they're not all the best players, but, you know, if they're the best players, a lot of times they turn into coaches and they become very good coaches. But if you don't have an opportunity or if you're kind of, you're looking, I don't know. I, I yeah, don't know. I, mean, I don't know how to look at it. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that brings up an interesting point too, basically what you're saying in order to even be considered to be a coach in the NFL as a black person, you have to be one of the, what, 0.5% of the population that's good enough to make it to the NFL as a player, right? Because there's there's 32 teams. Mm -hmm. What's the active roster? 53? So uh, maybe, yeah. So what, maybe 1,700 people I, i'm i'm bad at math you, you i'm too. bad at math too. it's <laughs> it's um it's it's a it's a small number of people that can yeah. actually make it to the nfl yeah um very very small number mm -hmm. so yeah i i don't know what the i don't know what the solution is i personally think that the rule i i don't think it i don't think the rule helps um i think it i i think it just adds a box for them to check yeah. and if that's all they're going to do with it then the rule is not doing the rule is not doing what they intended it to do um, yeah i i would say that rule should go away and mm -hmm. something else needs to be figured out but i don't know what what that is um, and ultimately i don't think anything is going to change because people love football and yeah. un, un, until until this bothers people enough to not love football and to not give football their money mm -hmm. it it's not going to matter it's it, it'll give it gives us something to talk about um you know we can you know people will be outraged for a little bit mm -hmm. say how you know how ridiculous this is yeah. and then uh next sunday 55 million of us are going to sit down and watch the super bowl because we love football right and we know that this is something that has been going on yeah um and we know that it likely is going to continue so to me it, nothing is really going to change unless the money forces them to change which is a sad fact of yeah and i feel like general. the people so here what's the difference between mike tomlin and david cully what's the difference between mike tomlin and hugh jackson what's the difference between mike tomlin and todd bowles um well the difference is he was hired by a good organization that had a very strong background in being a strong organization. You've got the Texans, not a strong organization. You've got the Browns, as much as it pains me to say, not a good organization. You've got the Arizona Cardinals, who traditionally have not been a strong organization. So the people who are getting the opportunity, Brian Flores down in Miami. Miami hadn't been relevant since the late 90s when freaking Marino was. Marino, there. yeah. Um, you know, he's down there in a, an organization that is not stable and hasn't been for, for many years. So the people who are getting the opportunities are getting hired in by these awful or bad organizations, poorly run organizations. You got a guy like Jim Caldwell who should have a job in the NFL right now. Um, I believe he was with the lions, had them like playoff caliber, lost his job, hasn't had a job since. That guy belongs in the NFL as a head coach and doesn't yep. have the opportunity. Um, you know, I think the difference, again, is if somebody, if a big organization, the problem is, is these organizations who are well-run, 
they're not going through and hiring new coaches very often because they're well run. Um, so I think, I think until, and then the other, you talked about it just a little bit. Um, how many minority owners are there? Are there any? One. Is it the um, Jacksonville Shatcon? Yeah. 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 Um, and I thought they were hiring Byron Leftwich, And since that kind of just like, he would have been a black coach in the NFL and um, they kind of went away from it and started interviewing people again. So I don't know what happened there. You know, he was their quarterback back in the early uh, mid two thousands. Um, he came in the same time Roethlisberger did. So, wow. Uh, anyways, um, I'm interested to see what happens. There's a lot of mess uh, outside of the race, uh, the racial card there, um, the racial part of it. There's also the tanking part of it. Um, now we've got Hugh Jackson coming in saying that the Browns offered him uh, money to lose games, you know, Flores actually said he was offered $100,000 per game that he lost. Now, Hugh Jackson says, you know, oh, same thing happened to me. So he goes on ESPN last night and says between his second and third year, he went in with his wife to the Haslam's and said, you know, at the end of the year and mm -hmm. said, um, you've ruined my career. Like I'm never going to get a coaching job again. And so Haslam said, okay, well, I'll make this right. And he gave him an extension and gave him a third year contract. He had already lost the games. He was not paid for those <laughs> games. He uh... already lost them based on his ineptitude. And, and there's one thing that I have learned with Hugh Jackson over all these years, especially after he got fired, looking back at how he talked, that man talks out of both sides. Like, I don't, I can't believe him. Now, I, I believe that the racial thing exists 100%, but that guy coached his way out of the NFL, and he's yeah. one of the ones that coached his way out. D despite the talent, you know, he could say whatever he wanted. Greg Williams came in with the same team that, that same year and won, went like five and three after he was two, five, and one. So the Browns situation is, is absolutely not the same thing as being offered $100,000 per <laughs> game even that close. they lost. Um, as well as uh, this, did you hear about the yacht situation with Flores? Did you hear that one? Uh, I don't think so. Stephen Ross, owner of the Dolphins, oh, uh, yeah. had wanted had wanted Flores uh, to meet with this quarterback. I don't know if it was a free agent, rook, whatever it was, wanted him to meet. And he's like, no, I can't do that. That would be tampering. And so Ross invited him out to his yacht. He went on the yacht. And when he got there, uh, conveniently that quarterback shows up that day. And so he immediately left. So he was trying to get him to tamper with, uh, you know, someone under contract or someone who was not able to be contacted at the time to try to get him to come play for him. So, you know, there's a lot going on. The, the racial thing is a problem. And I think the giants situation proved that, um, yep. but the tampering thing is, is not the tampering. I'm sorry. The, the, the payment for losing games um, that could force potentially if the NFL really is serious about that, uh, that could force uh, Stephen Ross to sell the team similar to, I think the Panthers had to a few years ago based on. I mean, yeah. If you think about that, I mean, if, if that is true, like. In... He turned it down. <laughs> he won nine <laughs> like, of the last eight, games, right. eight of the last nine games, two years in a row. I mean, if you think about think about the amount of money that mm -hmm. is gambled on the NFL, yes, and that is legally 
Yes. Right. Cause it's starting to be legal in, in <clears throat> places now. So that's a huge, that's a huge, huge issue. If, if things like that are going to go on, um, mm-hmm. going to go on behind the scenes. So yeah, they, I, they, <clears throat> I'd be very curious to see how, how a lot of this, how a lot of this plays out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I guess we're gonna, you know, Super Bowl week, so you're gonna start seeing lots of there'll be lots of interviews and there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm curious to Awful. see where this where this goes. Um, to me, it sounds like the Giants and the Dolphins will likely lose some draft picks. I would assume um, just the way this is started, based on things that have been done in the past, I think they're probably gonna lose some draft picks on this. The Browns situation, to me, listening to it, everybody who has like reporters. And yes, I'm a Browns fan. Maybe I can't look at it as uh, objectively. Um, it's not the same thing. No, that's not even. He close. wasn't told he was going to make money to lose games. He had already lost 31 games. Yeah. Like, okay, put that into. You had lost 31 games in 31. Paid. And then Barstool says, "Likely billionaire Hugh <laughs> Hugh Jackson says he was offered money to lose games." <laughs> that Likely made me laugh because. Uh, you know, a little tongue in cheek, but, um, so we're running out of time. Um, you have any, do you have a, you have any opening tomorrow during 12 to 12 to two? Uh, I do. You want to do, uh, what you wanted to talk about tomorrow and do a two parter and just, uh, just, uh, edit these together. Yeah. We, we can do that. Out one podcast. And cause I, I am interested to talk about what you wanted to discuss. Um, yeah. Cause it's something I really need help with and, accountability and in planning and goal you know setting goals i think that's a huge i think it's a huge thing for people this time of year um i actually think february is a better month to do it than than (laughs) january at least for um for me based on how we always get sick the last week of december but um no i think that's uh i think that's a good idea and i think in the in the podcast sphere i think what we call that is a tease ladies and yeah. gentlemen so uh um, um, um. <laughs> <laughs> nice work nice yeah. work and and we're you know we're just speaking how we feel about these this topic um there is no you know we don't, we're not here to just we're not here to argue with people we know people will disagree with certain <laughs> things we're just you know saying how we feel i'm i was curious for brennan you know being a you know a black man uh, how you felt about the whole the whole situation and um you know it's i think it's important to talk about um whether you're whether you think it's real or not i think it is important to talk about um and you know so i agree i had at one point i had some stats on the NFL it's been it's been a while though yeah I was looking back through uh just the just the the likelihood of someone being able to make it to the NFL mm-hmm. and then when you hear you know all of the just because the NFL is it's a conservative it's a conservative league I mean mm-hmm. I, I think that's safe to say yeah um, so when you hear all the people that are just like oh act like you've been there before you know, stop showboating, stop, blah, 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 you know, all these things that are, you know, in line with, you know, conservative sensibilities, which is fine. You're, everyone's yeah. entitled to yeah. their, entitled to their <clears throat> feelings there. Um, but for me, it just, it <clears throat> just annoyed me so much. It's like, they are, these are literally a percentage of the population can do what these people can do. Yeah. And you want them to somehow 
or you still want them to act in a, a way that makes you feel better <laughs> about about things and about yourself. And it's like, I mean, just look at your current, not you, but just in general, like your, your current job, mm-hmm. right? And like how easy it is to mail in, to mail it in for a day. And I'm real good at that. <laughs> right. And like an NFL player to truly mail it in on the field could get you definitely I mean, get you killed. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you could be paralyzed. Yeah. Like, so that those are just some of those things, just the <clears throat> yeah. conservative thoughts just kind of yeah. annoy me a lot of times with when I, when I think about how hard it is to actually get to, mm-hmm. to where a lot of those people have gotten to and how hard they had to work to get yeah. there. Um, I think yeah. you also, I think the other thing, I know you got to go. Uh, no, I know the other thing that we, you know, people might not think about is <clears throat> it's the same way standardized tests in the United States have never been fair to, to minorities um, students because they're written from like this white Anglo uh, Anglo, uh, you know, viewpoint of the world, what you need to think about with the NFL, especially if 70% of them are minorities or black players, whatever, you know, whatever those numbers are, um, you're not taking into consideration the culture of, of, of how they're raised and what they deal with on an everyday basis and how their life has been shaped based on the culture. I mean, the culture here in, in Ohio is completely different than down in the bayou, down yep. in Louisiana, completely different. Uh, and you can do that, you know, all over the country, even up in Boston, like that culture is going to be different. And, and then you're adding in not only the difference of the culture, but the difference of the culture based on ethnicity within that culture that's already different. And people aren't going to understand that. Um, you know, why are you showboating? Well, it's an expression and it's something that I, I would assume is is it's more, I think it's more taught. It's more acceptable like you think about think about um you know a black church like an old baptist church like they are so into what they're doing and praising and they get up and they move and they and you know what that's i i I just think it's a culture thing i think people don't realize that that's a part of it too uh and and we we aren't as as me as a white man i'm never going to understand that but i can I, i can appreciate it and learn how to appreciate that yeah. Um, so 